You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. On the Way. I'm Beth White, the Director for Evangelization and Missionary Discipleship for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and your host this morning. So we are pre-recording on Tuesday afternoon, and uh, the day before you will be hearing this, I just want to say that because we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and how it's affecting our lives, and realizing that everything's changing moment to moment, hour to hour. Um, If things have changed by tomorrow morning, then I want to um, acknowledge that this is not a live broadcast. So with us today on the first half is going to be Ryan Lentz. Ryan is from the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity here in the Archdiocese. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, Beth. How are you? Good. And on the second half of our show, we are going to have the director for the Office of Divine Worship, who's Todd Williamson. He'll be with us in the second half to talk about Mass and this and prayer life and faith in this these times, but we're going to get started with Ryan. So, Ryan, I know you have a, a small family. So, how are you doing? A family with small children, I guess is how I should say that. How are you guys all faring? Well, it depends on the minute you ask. Me that. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, uh, the weather has been pretty cooperative the last couple of days. So, you know, whenever we feel a little. Uh, a little overwhelmed and we need to kind of go into the backyard for a minute or, or walk down the block. We can, we can do that. Um, but all in all, you know, I think we're, we're, we're hanging in there and uh, really taking it as an opportunity to, to spend some extra time together. So yeah, that's been a blessing. So for our listeners who may not know, our diocese, uh, Cardinal Supich asks all of the pastoral workers, employees to work from home. And we are no longer offering mass on the weekends, and we've shut down all mm-hmm. small groups and things like that. So, but Ryan works, um, his office works a lot with social services and organizations that are in the field helping to feed people and helping people during this time. So maybe you could fill our listeners in a little bit on the work that's happening on the ground, and, and maybe we can just hear some of the things that are happening. Yeah, well, and obviously when you think about social outreach, uh, Catholic Charities is certainly an organization that that comes to mind for a lot of Catholics here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. I know that um, they had their weekly program um, earlier today, so for those of you who are listening now, it's, uh, you know, it would have been yesterday. And uh, obviously one of the things that we can definitely be thankful for is they are keeping as many operations going uh, as are possible. Obviously a lot of the kind of social programs um, that aren't about 
you know, delivering vital services uh, like food and shelter, um, those are postponed uh, just to honor those social distancing uh, guidelines that have been outlined by the CDC and other um, public health organizations. Um, but when it comes to uh, food distribution, their food pantries are all stocked and are open. Um, their evening suppers are still in operation, um, and they still have a number of, um, of uh, shelters and, um, and you know, housing that is still um, under operation as well. Um, you know, so obviously you, know, you look at Catholic Charities as, as a huge infrastructure. They are, they are doing the best that they can to adapt to um, really an extraordinary set of circumstances. Um, and I've, you know, I've, I've received communications from other folks as well. Um, a number of our CRS Rice Bowl grantees um, also provide some of those vital services to the community. And, uh, you know, as you said at the top of the show, Beth, I mean, it's a very rapidly changing situation. And so groups are, are really doing everything they can to continue to provide those services, albeit um, often through deliver- different deliveries. You know, um, you know, over the weekend we had a change where there was a real recommendation to uh, congregate in groups of, of, I've seen 10 of le- or less and certainly 50 or less. And so a lot of the kind of dine-in opportunities that have previously been offered are now looking at more of like a kind of a carry-out option. Um, but the, the bottom line is that food is still being provided for those who, who need it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's just kind of a quick overview. So food, um, that's a really important one. And a lot of our um, parishes are distribution centers for food. And so I know that they've been given guidelines for how to keep their food pantries open and things like that, right? So mm-hmm. that um, so that those local neighborhood places aren't necessarily not going to be um, available. Um, and so I know that, that people can go to the website, catholiccharities.net, to get more information about, you know, where they could find food. I, I recognize that, you know, we, we live in a gigs um, a gig society, a, uh, economy, and some folks, um, you know, and people that work in restaurants and things like that, um, waitresses and waiters and things like that, um, they may find themselves in a vulnerable situation. So, uh, and they may not know how to navigate that. So what would be some advice on that about how to find food and how to go about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. Like, we, we talk a lot about how, um, you know, obviously we have people who are, um, you know, certainly below the poverty line, but there's mm-hmm. a significant number of, of people in our society that, you know, one catastrophic kind of thing could, could put them into poverty. And paycheck we're, we're to paycheck, kind of living out, right? Yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're living out one of those situations right now. And as you said, there's, you know, our, our, our economy is so, so fragile when it comes to, uh, you know, I think this, 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 um, uh, this this pandemic is really revealing, you know, just the, the vulnerability of that. And so, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think certainly Catholic Charities is a, is a great place to look. They're a great clearinghouse. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, if, if families are, are in need of resources, um, their, um, their general line is 312-655-7525, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a kind of a good starting point to, to check them. And as you mentioned, CatholicCharities.net. Um, yeah, it's, and uh, it says and, online. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and it says online that their counseling and case management services will remain open remotely. So calling mm-hmm. that phone number is probably a great way to get in touch with someone to like help navigate like what your circumstances are, right? To talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're and, here uh, for, the church, right? I mean, I 
you know, I, I think there's zero shame or zero any kind of there should be nothing in this that makes a person hesitate about reaching out for help during this time. Um, that's what we're here for is church. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and, I, and I've just been reflecting, too, you know, we, we when we go through our kind of our daily lives or I guess what we consider to be our, our daily lives before and. I think there, there's a lot of times we took for granted uh, that social proximity and how um, oftentimes, you know, we were we were physically close to one another. But I think what this this kind of crisis is, is revealing is the importance of the qual- quality of relationships and being connected on a deeper level. And um, how can this, um, you know, this moment that we're in be an opportunity for us to reach out to one another, to 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 build or rebuild relationships where they've been lacking. I mean, I've, I've had more conversations with neighbors, you know, kind of mm-hmm. across the fenceway or, yeah. you know, as I've encountered people as they've been walking along. Um, and and you, I've just paid attention to those encounters more. And I, 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 I don't take them for granted in a way that I might have before. Um, that, you know, this is a, there's a, there's a real invitation for us to accompany one another. And as you said, uh, you know, certainly when it comes to case management and some of the, the services that Catholic Charities and other organizations provide, that accompaniment is going to take a virtual kind of uh, nature mm-hmm. to it. Um, but, but it's so, so important that as we, as we go through these days and weeks ahead that, um, you know, that we find ways to, to, to remind ourselves to one another that we're not alone and that we need to, we need to look after one another and we need to, take that extra step to, to reach out to those that we may know are struggling in this time, whether it's with, you know, physical means or, um, you know, financial issues or, or just loneliness. I think about yeah. folks that, that were socially isolated even before this whole issue came up. And, and, and you know, I think the, the tough thing for, for folks who are, you know, immunocompromised or um, who are elderly, um, it really, you know, th- those, are, those are populations that we really need to protect in this time, um, but we also don't want them to, to feel that sense of isolation and that they're they're disconnected from others. Right. So we're going to take a break now, right now. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Ryan Lentz about the ways in which we can support our neighbors and reaching out to the others in need. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Supich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We cover all the latest guidelines and directives from the Archdiocese in regards to COVID-19. St. Barnabas School in Beverly raises funds for pediatric cancer research in honor of an alum who lost his life to the disease. And we have a feature on hospital chaplains and how they bring comfort to the sick and their families. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. 
The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count. Thank you for participating and may God bless you and your families. When Catholic Charities started in 1917, veterans were among our first clients. That work continues today. Each year, more than 20,000 veterans turn to Catholic Charities for support through a variety of services and programs. We provide vets in need with food, shelter, counseling, and more. Our job training program includes job readiness training, resume writing, mock interviews, and job placement guidance. Our supportive services for veteran families offer additional assistance as vets work to become as self-sufficient as possible. With gratitude, our veteran programs are based on the belief that as veterans faithfully served our nation, it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about our veteran services, call 312-655-7700 or go to catholiccharities.net. That's 312-655-7700 or catholiccharities.net. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host this morning. And I have with me Ryan Lentz, who is the Director for Human Dignity and Solidarity for the Archdiocese of Chicago. And we were just talking about the ways in which we can support our neighbors. Um, Ryan, you were mentioning that Catholic Charities was on yesterday morning at this time slot talking about their needs. Um, And uh, we were just talking about off air. We were talking a little bit about mental health services. Um, right now, this is a really, uh, people are very afraid or um, absorbing the stress of culture. Um, what are some things that you would recommend um, that they could do right now? Yeah, well, I mean, I think just thinking about what are things that we can do um, in our own homes. I mean, I think, you know, this is a time I think that all of us to an extent have have, have felt kind of the trauma and stress of, of this uncertainty. And so, taking care of ourselves is, is key. And I think, you know, certainly from our, our faith perspective, it starts with prayer, um, you know, finding time to, to turn to the Lord and, um, you know, and really, you know, being honest about where we're at and, and what, where our anxieties are. You know, I, I keep reflecting on the, uh, you know, what's that line from Julian of Norwich, you know, all shall be well, all shall be well. Mm-hmm. We certainly, we certainly hear in our, in our scriptures, right. Be not afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, as a um, it's kind of a coda that we continue to hear in our in our scriptures, um, you know. And I think about the importance of you know of of having um, uh, you know like centering exercises, you know, like taking time to to breathe, taking time for for mindfulness and meditation. Um, you know, it's amazing to me actually, like the exercise that you can do in your house. Yeah. I, uh, like on 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 Sunday, my wife and I were kind of doing this little exercise, like you know, that, you know, you do like squats and lunges. I'm still feeling it two days <laughs> later. I mean, and I didn't even have to leave my house for it. Right. So, you know, like just, I, and I, I found how like that, just having like, a, and also a routine, like, I mean, I mentioned um, 
that, uh, you know, having, having our family at home, like it can be a little chaotic. And so one of the things we realized pretty quickly is that we need to just kind of break the day up into some manageable chunks because otherwise, um, you know, it can be really hard to get let the day go away. And especially if you have parents that are trying to work from home and be productive at home while they have their children there, um, that's something that can be a, a big adjustment trying to figure out how to be productive in that space. So I think, you know, certainly finding, um, you know, finding some of that, um, you know, some of those, that routine and some of that discipline is important. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, we, we were talking about it before the break, but um, really, uh, I think if you're feeling that sense of loneliness or that sense of frustration, to just know that that's okay and that we are social beings and we're called to be in community together. So um, let this be an opportunity to reach out pe- to people in your lives that, you know, and, and checking how they're doing and having an opportunity to check in on how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And certainly if, if folks are feeling a sense of anxiety and depression, to know that while um, – you know, folks may, may, under other circumstances, prefer to seek out things like counseling and, and therapy, you know, in, in person. Um, there's also a lot of uh, studies that show that those, those types of treatments and, and therapies um, can be just as effective over, over Skype or over Zoom or over, over the phone calls because it's about mm-hmm. making a connection with another person. So, mm-hmm. you know, even if we can't be face-to-face with somebody else right now, don't let that be a, a barrier to you taking care of yourself and, and seeking out the help that you need. Yeah, and Catholic Charities is is uh, they're continuing with counseling and um, like you know remotely, and then I know that different therapists um, are going to offer still face to face if you want, but or doing it online, and so really um, figuring out what you know if you have someone in your life, work reach out to them. If not, please reach out to someone. Um, and also just remember, I think also, Ryan, is that we may be lonely. Let's not forget other people probably are too. So mm-hmm. looking at the list of people in your life and maybe not even waiting for them to call you, but you picking up the phone and calling them too, because maybe mm-hmm. they don't feel like calling someone right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm personally trying to just reach out to a couple different people in my life every day uh, just to say, hey, like, you know, distant, more distant relatives that I don't talk to all the time. I have a, um, a niece who's a nurse in a nursing home in my hometown. And so I reached out to her yesterday to see how she's doing. And I think she was surprised to hear from me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But just those well, kind I, of touch bases. I'm seeing, I'm seeing in some communities, too. I mean, this is kind of happening in a very organic kind of grassroots way. Um, my, my son's school, um, you know, obviously is, is closed now. And there was a, a message that kind of a group of families started to realize that some of them were going to need help with childcare because they had parents in the home who, who, you know, out of necessity need to continue to work. And mm-hmm. so there's, you know, you're, you're seeing kind of phone trees start to develop where, you know, pe- people, el- elders in the community who, who want someone to call them, you know, once a day and just check up on them, mm-hmm. that's starting that's to happen awesome. parish to parish and, and school to school. I know that um, the, the Catholic Charities program that aired on Tuesday yesterday uh, mentioned that, um, you know, you can call your alderman if you're in the city, and they're, they're starting to set that up at a neighborhood level. Mm, um, so that's, that's, that's an option as well. Um, and so if you're, if you're somebody who's kind of looking for a way to stay connected with that, I mean, really listen to how maybe there's an invitation for you to, to play a leadership role in that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that, um, you know, talking to some folks and realizing that as of yesterday, our, um, you know, our restaurants are no longer allowed to serve um, 
um, patrons inside, they're allowed to stay open for delivery and for pickup, but they're not al- allowed to have people inside. So when we come back um, from break, let's talk a little bit about ways we can support our local restaurants and why that matters. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Homes March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Marie Jokum from The Voice of Charity. In all Catholic Charities' programs and services, we try to promote healthy life habits among our clients. This includes our adult clients who are challenged with limitations and cannot be left alone during the day. We invite you to experience our three adult daycare centers and see the positive impact we have on the life of your loved one. At Accolade in Oak Park and at the St. Alby and Ada S. Niles Centers in Chicago, you'll find stimulating individualized activities in a safe, protected, inviting atmosphere. We focus on each individual's strengths as each participant comes to enjoy friendships, stay active, and participate in daytime programming that includes breakfast, lunch, and snack. Caregivers and family members get a break while participants are served with compassion, competence, and dignity by staff and volunteers who are trained and experienced in working with adults with special needs. There's a modest daily charge, yet many Medicare Advantage plans include adult daycare coverage. Other discounts also apply. We often hear family members and participants say they wish they had known about Catholic Charities' adult daycare centers sooner. To learn more, call 312-655-7470. That's 312-655-7470. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host, the Director for Evangelization and Missionary Discipleship for the Archdiocese of Chicago. And I have with me Ryan Lentz. We've been talking for this half hour about he's from the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity here in the Archdiocese. And we've just been talking about ways to reach out to our neighbors and being mindful of others that might be isolated or have um, um, food um, vulnerability um, and all of those sorts of things that are kind of affecting us now with this COVID-19 reality. So one of the things we were talking about was our restaurants right before that um, many of them are either transitioning over, um, they're either closing or transitioning over to uh, takeout. And um, one of the things that Ryan and I were talking about is the sort of challenging folks to maybe consider if there are local restaurants in your community that 
um, that are really important to you that maybe you commit to doing takeout one or two nights a week. Um, just, you know, just to make sure you don't have to cook those nights, which would be lovely. And also that will help them keep their doors open um, to get through this time. But um, Ryan mentioned to me another reason that's important. What is that, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Well, just uh, the thing that, that kind of stood out to me is like so many of the, the local businesses also um, are in relationship with our Catholic charities and, and um, can, um, um, you know, and, and many times donate uh, to uh, some of their evening suppers. So um, I believe they have a list of some of those um, those restaurants uh, that are throughout the region um, uh, listed on their our, their website. And, um, you know, if you want to look for some specific ones that have a relationship with Catholic Charities, I'm sure that they would be happy to, to help you, you know, kind of bring some business their way just to, you know, so that we can look after one another in these in these days and weeks ahead. Yeah, I and I just um, I'm just mindful of especially the small business owners that during this mm-hmm. time of trying to um, have some income and keeping their people employed. I've seen it on the news, um, and that's another way we can help. I mean, people want to have a job, so it's also yeah. you know we don't have to go and buy all the food out of the grocery stores. <laughs> we can actually order food. Um, and I know that Uber Eats has waiving their uh, delivery fees, and I think um, Grubhub. And so there's different ways that if you've never even explored those options, there's ways to get food delivered right to your house. Um, or you can take a nice ride and get out and get some fresh air and go get something to eat. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan, this morning I was on a conference call, and the uh, fellow was telling me that he went to um, a Starbucks in the um, suburbs, and he went through the drive-thru and got his coffee, and he sat in his car in the parking lot and used their Wi-Fi for a while to get out of the house. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a whole creative new way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you can, if, you're, if you're needing to kind of get a fresh uh, perspective, uh, that, and we are still in the wintertime, so it's yeah. <laughs> got to be creative, I yeah. suppose. And a little mental health break. I mean, and he has small children at home and a way to like sort of, like you said, take a walk or get out. Or um, some folks have also told me they're like they have a coffee shop nearby. And so they've been walking there and getting coffee and then walking home and just finding creative ways to. And that exercise is going to be really important. Yeah. So yeah. another way we were talking, you were mentioning to me was um, a creative way that you could reach out to seniors. What were you telling me about that? Oh, yeah. Well, so uh, one of the things that um, I was talking with uh, the uh, volunteer re- relations project manager, um, Andrew McKernan, with uh, Catholic Charities, you know, they have a number of, um, of senior um, housing facilities um, uh, that Catholic Charities looks after. Holy Family Villa is one of them. And um, obviously, because of the, the re- regulations right now, um, those are closed to visitors, which can be really tough for, um, for that, that population. And so I think about, um, you know, what might be some creative ways to reach out to that group. Uh, one of the things that came up in a conversation today was uh, the possibility of that maybe families or individuals might want to write cards to, to seniors or those who are, um, you know, who are shut in, um, you know, just so as a way of kind of letting folks know that they're not forgotten and that they're, they're thinking about them. Um, you know, I think about like pen pal programs that, you know, were around like when I was a kid, like those might be really great ways to, um, you know, to just kind of reach out to folks that we may not even have a relationship with and just let them know that we're thinking about them and praying for them. That's wonderful. And um, 
I know that um, our colleague, Jen, who is the co-host of this show, her parents live in a senior facility and she won't be able to probably see them for eight weeks or more. And so that's really hard mm. for her. And so and they're healthy and everything. It's just they live in a facility where people are compromised. So no one's allowed in or out, as it were. Um, and so finding those ways to do touch points with folks is really um, a great idea. I also think that things are changing pretty rapidly. So I would just suggest that our listeners um, go to catholiccharities.net uh, or call and find ways to get involved. Ryan, what's the name of the person and a phone number if someone wants to volunteer at one of the organizations? Yeah, so Andrew McKernan uh, is the is the project manager for volunteer relations and um, just had a conversation with him. He's very willing to to work with folks who might be interested in, in finding some creative ways to, to serve Catholic charities at this time, uh, beyond some of the suggestions that we gave. So his direct number uh, is 312-655-7557. Again, I'll give that to you. It's 312-655-7557. Um, so feel free to give him a call. And, what was his name and, and again? Andrew McKernan. Uh, so it's A M. C-K-E-R-N-I-N at catholiccharities.net is the, is the email address. Awesome. Wonderful. And I, I would just suggest that people, um, if you, part of the thing of feeling um, in something that feels so out of control, one of the best things to do is to focus in on some small things you can do yourself for yourself, mm-hmm. like your routine, like you talked about, but then also looking for one or two ways that you can help your community, whether it's getting that takeout meal, um, whether it's finding out, you know, what are the needs, um, financial or food needs of a local shelter, or, you know, what, what are the couple things that you can do to give yourself a little bit more sense of control? So we really invite you to consider those things. So thank you, Ryan, so much for being with us this morning and for sharing your time. And um, stay healthy and, uh, and take care of those little ones. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. God bless. God bless.